0: This is the official Caps Church podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Show, and I'm here with that snack, Poly Cupcakes. Hello, hello. Caps fans, we've got an incredible episode for you. Typically, we'd be doing. A little bit of league news, but today we're just gonna be talking about the NHL playoffs along with uh some caps news, but Caps have been pretty radio silent. Uh the boys are kinda of on the summer vacation, probably doing some golfing, some uh some Ovechkin uh beach trips, I'm sure, on this weird goat island. I don't know if you saw that, Polly. Did you see that? No. I
1: saw some kind of graphic
0: that um that
1: xavier posted but it was all blurry i could tell there were goats but i
0: couldn't see what was going on but he's at some goat island yeah he's like on some like beach resort where there's just like wild goats running around so he's in proper company being the goat himself the goat among goats, if you will
1: they might as well just
0: rename that you know alex isle (laughs) absolutely um but, yeah, we'll be talking about the uh, the playoffs. I'm going to be doing a lot of gloating. Uh, last Monday's episode, I made a bit of a prediction, and it came true because I'm never wrong. And uh, we'll be talking about what the finals are going to look like. Um, <clears throat> I think we should just I mean, kind of pop tabs. Oh, what's up? Well, I mean, this really is a um, a Marc Messier moment for you. It is. It very very much is. Uh, so let's pop some tabs and get right into it. What do you think? Let's do it. One two three all right so before we get into it polly i don't know if i told you but i ordered golf clubs did i tell you this um you may have mentioned it once or twice (laughs) and they and they finally came in dude and yeah what do you think they're fucking sick they're amazing i went and hit them uh one day one day and then the next day I found out I had COVID, which I currently have, and that's probably why I sound like this. Um, so yeah, that sucks. So I haven't been able to actually put them on the course yet, but uh, gaining like 20 yards per club, I mean, it's been uh, quite the eye-opening ex- experience.
1: Well, you know, you uh, you told me how much you dropped on it, so I hope they're worth it. Uh, I'm happy for you that you're Happy with them already,
0: yeah. Um, very, ha- dude. I got these these wedges, a sixty and a fifty six degree. The Cleveland CBX full faces um, for the, this year. Oh my god, they're fucking incredible. Uh, just dropping bombs, dimes all over the green. I used um,
1: sixty and fifty six for the first time when I was golfing a couple weeks ago with my brother in law. Yeah. It's my father in law's set. And okay. um it was I liked them a lot. I mean honestly, like mid range and chipping is really the only part of my game that isn't completely awful. Right. So if you can give me as many as many of those kind of clubs as possible, that's that's my my game. So is this the first time you've had fifties and sixty six or fifty six and sixty?
0: No, I, 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 run a 50, a 56 and a 60, uh, out of my bag already. And then I have a pitching wedge. Um, so I don't know if I'll need another wedge there, but, uh, <clears throat> overall, um, three wedges. And then I got rid of my four iron with this new set, but got the new tailor-made stealths. They look sexy, um, pipe in the ball. You know, not slicing as much. So now I just have to fix my swing and then, you know, the PGA should be calling at any time. You old enough for the senior tour yet? Or what's that, 50 and over? Oh, man. Well, fuck you. 50? <laughs> no, I'm not that old yet. <clears throat> Even though well, I Aren't a lot like of the guys going to play in
1: Saudi Arabia now? Maybe you can go play there.
0: Right. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, and I heard that, like, in those desert atmospheres, they have to play at night because it's so hot. And so they just have like golf courses that just have like stadium lighting on them. How sick is that? That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> you know, we'll see. Um, you know, I think uh, I think '80s scores in the '80s are, are coming my way. At least I hope so. Hey, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> you don't give a shit. Don't lie to me. But um, well, I like your happiness. I do. <laughs> uh all right well so yeah that happened i've got covid lots of just lots of fun stuff you know my life's been fucking nothing but unicorns with rainbows flying out of their asses right now uh but let's talk a little bit about hockey that is of course while we're all here uh Some interesting league news, and good league news, I think. Ryan Miller's number 30 is going to be retired next season by Buffalo. I think that's the best thing Buffalo's done in about a decade.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's probably the best thing they've done since they lost the Stanley Cup Final. Um, (laughs) I mean, Ryan Miller, I think he's the most iconic Saber since Hashik. And even with Jack Eichel, because while his annoyance was justified, he was just kind of, like, pissy the whole time he was there. Right. Um, I mean, if I were a Buffalo fan, I think I would look back on Ryan Miller, kind of as, like, in my lifetime, my favorite Sabre, and I think it's very appropriate and well-deserved that he's getting
0: his number retired. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, um, you look at Ryan Miller's career, and obviously a lot of it's overshadowed by the failures of the team in front of him, but... He was a game changer night in and night out. Uh, Stats and advanced stats say the same story. Um, And uh, I believe he's an American.
1: Yeah, he played, he carried Team USA to that
0: silver medal in 2010 in Vancouver. Yep, absolutely. So, you know, good to see an American getting his uh, goaltender nonetheless, getting his number retired uh, for, for Buffalo, even though it's Buffalo. So, good stuff that'll be a cool probably ceremony to watch yeah uh moving on though bruce cassidy ex caps coach uh in like 2004 <laughs> uh fired by the boston bruins blash Blachial has replaced him as an interim coach like as of right now but they're on the they're on the coaching hunt um you know, because obviously their their season's over. There's really no reason to have a head coach right now, so they're they're on the coaching hunt. I'll be talking about the uh, coaching landscape in the off season. A familiar name, uh, Barry Trotz, is also on the free agent coach list, and there are several teams that uh, that are going to need coaches. So the the market is ripe, and the opportunities are also ripe. So it's going to be an interesting. Uh, Interesting shakeup in the head coach department, where in the past couple seasons, you know, you knew this was coming, right, Paulie? Like the past couple seasons have been pretty tame as far as head coaching changes. Uh, No huge watershed moments, uh, but I think that this one is.
1: Yeah, there's been quite a few already, so it's going to be interesting to see if teams are going with new, if they're giving new guys a shot, or if we're just going to recycle. Um. See who maybe leaves the analyst desk and who just goes to a new team and whatnot. I'm looking forward to your Thursday deep dive on that.
0: Yeah, we'll just take a quick look. I mean, it's not, not anything crazy, but definitely uh interesting subject to talk about. Uh, I guess there were some trophies handed out, Polly.
1: Yeah. P.K. Subban
0: got the King Clancy trophy,
1: which, if I'm not mistaken, that's for charity. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, we've talked about this in the past. I think when um when we announced the nominees, um, you highlighted all of his various charitable things that he's done, so very well deserving. And Kyle Connor from Winnipeg is the most gentlemanly, the Lady Bing.
0: Interesting. I mean good Funny good for that him. Nathan McKinnon won that once. I know, I know. So now, like, if if he pulls Nathan McKinnon, Kyle Connor's going to be an absolute scumbag in the next couple of years. Yeah, well, I think
1: it's those Nova Scotia guys, man.
0: They just have an attitude. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right, well, that's really kind of, like, all of the overarching stuff other than injuries that we'll be talking about. Let's talk about the, the, um, the actual playoffs. So, the Avs... Much to your uh, love, I'm sure you love this. Uh, swept the Oilers. Uh, we were what three games deep by by last week when we were talking about this. So in game four, going into the third, the Oilers were leading three to one, and it was five five at the end of the game. And the Avs won an OT. Arturi Lekkinen had the game winner. Two years in a row, he had a Western Conference clinching goal. So he's Mister Mister OT OT winner or game GWG.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's some pretty good, uh, resume ticks there, and, uh, it was, it was a crazy game, game four, I mean, it was competitive, even though it was a sweep, I mean, I think game three was the only blowout, and in game four, I mean, that, that last period, the way the abs came back, and then the Oilers scored late to send it to overtime, it was, it was insanity, but, um playing the Oilers, you know, I, I said this early on that I didn't think they would even get past the first round, and they surprised me, and I admitted I was wrong. But while I didn't really think they, as a team, were anywhere near as good as the Avalanche, because of that star power, I felt like I just wanted the Avalanche to shut them down and get rid of them as quickly as possible because you never know what kind of magic McDavid would pull out.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's what they did. Um, I... <sighs> You know, I wonder what Calgary fans are looking at right now, you know, like surely we could have done better against, against the Avs than the Oilers did, at least stolen a game. Um, But, you know, the Oilers have a lot of questions to answer. I mean, it's, it's, what is the defensive core? And I'm not even saying like, you know, there, there's top defensive guys played pretty well. Even Duncan Keith had a decent, uh, decent postseason, but, you know. You go up against the high-powered avalanche, and any shortcoming gets exposed pretty quickly. And you know, I I hate to say it, but I don't think Mike Smith's ever been truly a you know top five goaltender in the league as far as actually stopping shots. You know, scoring goals, he's like absolutely number one, right? But um, you know, you can't the goalie can't score all the goals, right? So yeah. <laughs> I look at it, and I I, I think that the Oilers. Uh, you know, they came out, they, uh, I think they punched above their weight. I'm surprised they made it past the second round to be completely honest. And then finally to make it down to, uh, to the Western conference final and get swept. It's not super surprising when you look at just the record as it is, but at the same time, you know, you're looking at a team, McDavid, Dreisaitl, two of the best players in the world on one team and obviously a cup should be something that they can get, right? You would think so, but I mean I think this just goes to show that
1: Gretzky and Messier didn't do it on their own. They had a really good squad behind them, and I think the Oilers are still building to that. I mean, yeah, I mean, Nugent Hopkins, he was trash basically until he was a bust until McDavid got there. And Duncan Keith, Tyson Berry, Darnell Nurse, I mean, those are some good defensemen, but I really just don't think that they have the supporting
0: cast required for a Stanley Cup, even with McDavid and Settle being there. Yeah, I mean, you add a Carey Price into the mix, though, you know, a knockout stunt I mean, bully. That, that could be next year. <laughs> right. So uh, you know, if the Oilers can scrounge up some cap space and pay another person ten million dollars a year, uh, maybe they could go for a run. Uh, but I no, I agree, man. I mean, you need you need at least nine forwards that are all solid, and then you know a good fourth line that plays their part, and uh, six incredible D to win a cup, along with uh, a really good goaltender. You know. <clears throat> I'm not super familiar with the Oilers cap, but they have to be up against it, paying two guys $20 million. I mean, it's the Chicago Blackhawks without the cups, you know, handing out these monster yeah. contracts. Uh, now, to say that – I mean, Conor McDavid and Dreisaitl are both worth it. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. I mean, they're, either, they're at that point, you have to grow your supporting cast from the draft. If you're it's, And yeah. then you think the stars are going to have to align. You really only have like a two, three-year window at best to to get a good run in. Yeah, absolutely. They're not going to be able to buy a championship, that's for sure. Right, exactly. Moving on to the East, though. So that was, I mean, to, to button it up, the Western Conference Final was kind of like a wah, 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 like, you know, uneventful. The it, They were great games, but the Avs win and they're fully rested going into the Stanley cup final. Now, Tampa Bay, on the other hand, versus the Rangers, uh, that series starts quite precariously for Tampa dropping the first two games at home and then kind of winning one in Tampa. I'm sorry, dropping the first two games at MSG because the Rangers had top seed there. And then you had, uh, uh, the f- game. Last time we talked, we had the one game where the um, the Lightning won a pretty close game at home, and then, like a prophet, uh, I <laughs> said I wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers didn't win another game this postseason. And you know, I called it a hot take, but me being never wrong, it yeah, happened, hope, yeah. of course. Of course it happened. I mean, come on. They come out the second game, uh, at home, win pretty handily there. I mean, it was a good game. Uh, but it's just when you, w- the thing about Tampa is that they're so machine-like and ever it doesn't even matter. I, I can barely tell what line is out there for Tampa at any given point. They're all yeah. playing the same exact way. Uh, they're a fucking machine, dude. And then Vasilevsky is just like, get the fuck out of here with anything, right? He pitches a shutout. And then, I mean, he lets up one goal in the elimination game, in game six. It's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean... They really showed why they have been such a dominant presence for the last, you know, five-plus years. And... I mean, they are one series away from getting that three-peat, which I don't think, I don't think there's an underdog in this series. I think this is the clash of the Titans, and I would, I mean, I think both teams have the ability to take over, but I also think that both teams are so good that that's highly unlikely. But while this, this is a super ambiguous thing to say, I think that we could have a sweep, or it could go seven games. Like it, like I, I have no idea what's going to happen here. Like, I think the Avs could come in and drop an egg. Maybe Tampa is exhausted at this point, or you know they go to the seven. I I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think it's going to be crazy, but I I'm really not ruling out any possibility because both of these teams just have the ability to just move the earth. When they want
0: to, yeah, and I mean you look at you look at this matchup now, and I mean, like like I said, when Tampa Bay flipped the switch, their machine, like they were beating guys to pucks, they were relentless on the floor check, there was zero panic in their game, they just went to work, it was so efficient, you know, um, and uh, you know, you look at it, you look at this team, and John Cooper's been with this team for a long time. And, and we were texting, and it was like, how much of this is John Cooper? Or is it the team just finally gets it? Because think about the guys they had to give up. They had to give up Yanni Gord. Last season, they gave up Gar- Barkley Goodrow. Uh, they gave up um, one Coleman. more. Who? Blake Coleman. Yep, Blake Coleman. Exactly. You know, they gave up these three guys who are all top six forwards. You know, you would think they're top, they're, they're top performers on any other team in the NHL. Uh, and they're still out here. You know, they replaced it with, like, the likes of, like, Corey Perry and, like, that Hagel guy. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Um, and, you know, Braden Point is it was out this series. And they still, I mean, four straight wins against the Rangers. They just didn't give up. They just did. It's not... It's not even like they didn't give up. It's not only did they not give up, they just fucking like turned it on and just played the most consistent. Um, it was almost, I mean, it was like zero mistake hockey along with just everything seemed like it was according to plan for Tampa Bay. I, you know, I think that if you watch the series, the last four games, um, Tampa Bay really just controlled everything. I mean, they, they played at their own pace. Not to mention who the fuck is Steven Stamkos had like a 120 point season this year and then is lighting it up in the playoffs. scores. The only two goals in the last, in the, in the um, game six and also has uh, the go ahead goal after the power play goal. Like he takes a penalty, (coughs) the Rangers score from a Vetrano shot off the faceoff. And he just goes down 20 seconds later with a feed from Kucherov and scores on Shesterkin who played on his absolute fucking head. You know, I was I I tweeted a joke like I bet Rangers fans are having flashbacks of Lundqvist's prime years right now when Lunquist was the only one playing for the for the Rangers they were getting stomped. Right?
1: Yeah, I mean well Lundqvist took them to one cup
0: and they lost.
1: And I I mean <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if fans are looking at this and thinking are we are we going to repeat wasting another great goaltender?
0: <laughs> exactly right um
1: we got so, a yeah comment. i mean <clears throat> sorry what we got a comment aj howard asking when was the last three-peat that was the oilers when they won four in the 80s
0: yep in the 80s so it's been about 40 years <clears throat> it would be quite historic to see a three-peat and that's why aj i am on now team tampa bay I was very much on the Colorado bandwagon up to this point, but after watching the Eastern Conference Finals, I am fully on the uh, Tampa Bay bandwagon. By the way, shout out AJ Howard for the shirt that I'm wearing, uh, Goal Getter. This is something that I guess they handed out at Amelie Arena. It was a nice, thoughtful, thoughtful gift by AJ. Loyalty is just top of the list for you. <laughs> it is it is uh and well, you know what I mean,
1: else oh, go ahead well and just to mention i know we've said it before but the craziest thing about the last three-peat which was a four-peat was yeah. it was after they dethroned the islanders who had had a
0: four-peat right before them, and that was the oilers the oilers dethroned the islanders yeah okay yeah and who dethroned the Canadians. And that was like a five P Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's like Kin Dryden times. Yeah. Um <clears throat> But speaking of winning. Hockey fans, the pursuit of the Stanley Cup is on. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for, mo- for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use pro use promo code THPN bet five dollars on any NHL team to win. And get one hundred dollars in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thank us later. Thank us later. So <clears throat> um so Paul, let's get through some of this news and then let's talk about like the Av's Tampa Bay matchup a little bit more at the end of the show. Um and right. and what we think. We can do a little prediction prediction action.
1: Yeah. So um well just real quick, the uh, 2018 women's IIHF Worlds today they have the semifinals as we are speaking Last update I saw, USA was beating Sweden 1-0, and Canada had beaten Finland 2-1. So, uh, very possibly a U.S.-Canada gold medal game in Madison,
0: Wisconsin. I believe it'll be Tuesday. Nice. And then, for
1: injuries, Darcy Kemper... Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. And this was after, what was it, a 7-0 shutout that the ladies pulled off against team Canada, USA ladies pulled off against team Canada earlier in the week.
1: Did they, I honestly, all I did was I, I was going to look more into the tournament later on. I, I just saw what had happened here. So,
0: I mean, I saw they beat them. Was that what it was? Yeah, it was a blowout. So USA blew Canada out pretty bad. I don't know if it was a shutout, but it was a lot to a little. Um, and so that, you know, that bodes well if for, you know, we'd hope, but you know this international tournament style play. There's so much on the line, and so many things can go your way at any given point. Momentum, such a huge thing. Um, if the USA makes it to the final, the gold medal round, um, you know, one would think that we'd be able to pull off another gold here.
1: Yeah, it'd be it'd be nice. USA hasn't had a gold since the 2019 Women's World Championship. Yeah. So, well, so, oh, no, I take that back. I think the World Juniors team may have got one since then.
0: Um, yeah, and this is but, U18, so this is like a younger. This is kind of like junior age girls for sure.
1: Yeah, it's it's seventeen and eighteen year olds. Yeah. Um, Darcy Kemper, who had he left game one against the Oilers, uh, his, he said he couldn't see as I was bothering him from that first round. Injury, And Pavel François came in to um, be his relief. Darcy Kemper did dress for Game 4, so it looks like he'll be good to go for the uh, Stanley Cup Final. Braden Point, who has missed 10 games um, from getting hurt in Game 7, Round 1, is still out. Not sure if he's going to come back for Tampa Bay in the Stanley Cup. And then more for the Avalanche. Caudry and Cogliano may be coming back for the finals. Still a question mark. I think sweeping, you know, having that extra rest definitely helps. Um, one more, uh, one more game in the East would have been nice for yeah. the Avalanche. But Caudry, I mean, they're both a big piece, so that right. would that'd be
0: very good for the Abs. And Braden Point is a huge piece for the for the Lightning. Absolutely.
1: And uh. Kraken's goalie, Chris Drager, tore his ACL during the uh, gold medal game in the IIHF Worlds against Finland. He had surgery on June 7th or June 6th, seven-to-nine-month recovery. So it looks like uh, the
0: net's going back to Grubauer. Yeah. You know, that's brutal. Chris Drager kind of came out of nowhere in Florida, and now he's, he's with the Kraken. You know, really, kind of got a starter role there, where he was kind of a backup to Bobrovsky. <clears throat> um, really looked like this guy's career was going to take a quite the, te- the quite the explosion, but this is definitely a, uh, a setback. Yeah, for sure. And um, last,
1: but certainly not least, Leon Drysital played the majority of the playoffs with a high ankle sprain, and this was very apparent. During the series with the avalanche, he was obviously in pain and I mean, he was still able to do some pretty impressive stuff, but you know, he, he sucked it up and tried to get his team to the cup. Hockey guy.
0: Yeah. Um, definitely way to gut it out there. Um, don't know how, you know, you got to rest those things. So I'm sure that he's staying off it for the next few weeks at least, um, to try to, uh, to nurse that back into health. Uh, They say sprains are worse than breaks oftentimes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's talk about this matchup here, the Stanley Cup finals. As you can tell, you know, not to bury the lead or anything, but I'm rocking my Tampa Bay shirt. So I am on board with Tampa Bay lightning. I think that, They're just too fucking professional, and if they get Braden Point back, it's over. I think that they have the slight edge. I think they have, actually, the considerable edge in goaltending. You know, we're looking at – I mean, at this point, I'm looking at Vasilevsky like he's Patrick Waugh. You can't count any team out that has Patrick Waugh in that, right? Yeah. And Vasilevsky, like, I mean, the past two – they held Florida to, like, what, four goals or some shit during the entire series when they swept them? <clears throat> and then one five on five goal that um for uh for the New York Rangers. Now that speaks to the defense as well, which I also think I think that Tampa Bay's defense has a slight edge over, over uh Colorado on the defensive side of the puck. You know, um obviously Kale McCarr is a beast, so he's probably gonna ding uh, the Tampa Bay lightning for a couple, but still, you know, I don't, I think that the edge defensively goes to Tampa, not only with their core, but just with their team D, um, offense though, I would have to give it to Colorado. I think that that's the one thing. If Tampa Bay lets Colorado, much like we said about how, if Florida lets or if the Caps at Florida dictate the pace and, and and the style of game, I think that that's the way that Colorado can win. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a lot of good points. Um, I think Kemper and Frantzos are a good duo, but they're definitely not Vazilewski. Um I think it's going to be real tough for the Avalanche if the Tampa Bay stick with that trap they've been running. Uh, them. I mean, the the Avalanche are able to establish the offense. So, I mean, if they can get it deep and get control of the puck back, then they can neutralize that trap. But, you know, they're going to have to get it through, which which is definitely tough. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I think I can't really argue that Tampa has the slight edge here. I'm going to say Avs and 7 because that's what I want, and I think it's close enough that it's not a bad bet but it could uh, it could easily be Tampa
0: and the abs will have a home ice advantage correct Yeah they will they'll have the home ice and um,
1: you know I mean I think that well I guess we'll see if experience really does matter because this this will be a good opportunity to to see if experience is relevant because the Avalanche have a very very good team and so did the Tampa Bay Lightning. So really, I mean, I guess one of the, or, the two dip main differences that I see in this series, Tampa has a better
0: goalie, and Tampa has
1: experience. So we'll right. see how big of a factor those two things play.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, so, <clears throat> you know, we let's and let's take a track record look at at what's going on. Um, round one. The Tampa Bay Lightning played powerhouse Maple Leafs and won in seven. You know, uh, you laugh, but that – I mean, look, the Maple Leafs were tough. You know, they weren't an easy out. You know, Uh, they were also the higher seed in the Atlantic during this matchup. So Tampa Bay wins in seven and the Avalanche had a sweep. The Predators, okay. The Predators were the weakest team in the playoffs by far. Yeah. I think that was pretty – it's pretty fair to say, right? Yeah. Okay. So when you look at battle tested in this playoff round at least, Tampa Bay has that edge in round one. Round two, the Panthers and the Lightning, the Battle of Florida, um, and they literally just adapted to Florida's game and shut them down while the Avs played the Blues. Now, the Blues put up a lot better fight than I thought they would but I'll give the edge there's a harder opponent is being the blues here than the than the Panthers. What do you think? Oh, I think
1: the, the Blues definitely challenged the avalanche more than the Panthers challenged the lightning. I mean I, I think the Panthers I know it was a sweep, but when you look at the gameplay, the Panthers gave them more trouble than, than was I think shown. Right. But the Blues, I mean, the Blues series with the Avalanche was gritty. There was a lot of a lot of hatred, fighting. Um, I mean, I guess really what people thought the the Battle of Florida was supposed to be, right? And um, I think round two was definitely harder on Colorado than it was on Tampa.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you know we look at the most recent round. I obviously, I mean. Look, like you said, the Oilers put up a good fight. It was closer than than a sweep indicates, but at the same time, they did get swept. I find that with a team who is inexperienced, like the Avalanche, to sit around for four games is not a great thing, you know? Yeah. you get I I think the
1: big benefit is resting their injured guys.
0: Right. But
1: I I do think there is a disadvantage time off.
0: Absolutely. So the Lightning are going to, you know, they've got three days off because the uh, final start Wednesday on June 15th. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. I mean, the the Lightning obviously have the lesser of the time off. You know, you're almost looking at two weeks off uh, for Colorado at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, with – with the things you hear about Nate McKinnon, they probably been having a mini training camp uh, mm-hmm. in this time off. He probably was like, "Everybody get to the gym. We're eating nothing but, you know, quinoa and now, avocados, and <laughs> like <laughs> just keeping it clean. Right. No alcohol. Everyone in bed by nine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is good, but it doesn't. That won't. That won't replace a a game speed against the." back-to-back world champions
1: no it won't so i mean now if the avalanche don't win this series i think they'll almost certainly win one of the next two cups because they'll oh yeah they'll get that experience and they'll basically do what tampa's doing now uh, i don't think they'll three-peat but um i i think at least I mean, I'm not looking for moral victories. I want the Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. But I mean, if if they lose, they'll at least have that experience for the future. But I mean, I think their window's closing. You know, I, I don't know as um as ruthless and smart as Joe Sakic is. I mean, I think they're gonna eventually run into some contract problems. They've had Nathan McKinnon for like six and a half and he's gonna he's gonna get paid next time.
0: Oh yeah. No doubt. Absolutely. Um, And yeah, to your point, I mean, he'd have to take something very team friendly to stay and, and, you know, try to win a cup with his core. Um, I'm just super excited to finally, I mean, this, when was the last time, you know, I was thinking about it and um, Griffin Young from Tell It As It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network came out, he tweeted, this may be like the two best teams to matchup in the Stanley Cup final since the 09 Red Wings and Penguins. Um but this is better. And of course this is better because the fucking Penguins aren't involved. So yeah. And the Penguins ended up winning that. So obviously this is 100 million times better. But even before that, I mean what was what was the two best team matchups because of how the playoffs had been structured, you know what I mean? Like the Red Wing uh I mean, Red Wings and, and Avalanche were probably the last two series, and that wasn't even the finals, was that? That was like a conference final.
1: No, yeah, they, they had to get through each other in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe when Anaheim beat New Jersey?
0: Yeah, yeah, like the middle of the, the new dead puck era? Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think it was the first or second after the, the lockout.
0: Right. yeah. That could be it, could be it. Um, anyways, super historic matchup, and I definitely, I think without a doubt, these are the two best teams in the NHL, like playing yeah, for the for the championship. Um, and I love that it's at the finals, you know, for the for the for the the monster prize, not just like a title, like not not a conference title or anything.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I feel like with the, the playoff structure, a lot of the, the best teams have been getting knocked out in the second round. So we don't even get the best East and West teams in the conference
0: finals. Right. Exactly.
1: So, um, I want to, I need to, uh, retract. When the Ducks won the cup, they beat the Senators.
0: Oh, that's right. So
1: that was not, I mean, Maybe when the Ducks lost to New Jersey, but, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, my tits are jacked for this, though. I'm pretty pumped to watch this. Yeah, me too. It's interesting to see, though. uh, You know, we had two sweeps later in, you know, in round two, and then in the finals, conference finals, and then one. We've had a sweep in every round. Now we talked about how every all the teams all of them went all in right so many teams went all in this year and i guess this is the result just when when the rubber met the road some teams folded and some teams didn't no matter what the the personnel on the on the roster was
1: yeah i mean you can uh, you can try
0: to shine them up and buff them but the best stuff's going to come through absolutely all right. Well, Caps fans, Wednesday, June 15th, market down. Game one in Colorado, uh, who I believe Colorado won the President's Trophy, right? No, Florida did. Oh, that's right. Florida did. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Well, Colorado does have home ice advantage in this one. So, super interested to see. I am the minority, I'm sure, Tampa Bay Lightning bandwagoner. I'm on. I'm on board, and we'll see what uh, what Colorado does here.
1: Well, I'll tell you, if, if Tampa was playing any other Western team,
0: I'd be on Tampa's bandwagon as well. Oh well, that makes me feel, I guess, a little better. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the only reason I'm not on it is because they're playing my team.
0: Exactly. Oh, your team. I thought your team was the Caps, sir. Polly. Look at my Twitter bio. I have them both. Okay. <laughs> I've had them both the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's funny! All right, well, Cavs fans, enjoy the rest of the playoffs. It's going to be a good one. Um, we may see. You know, we'll talk about it next week. By then, on Monday, what a few games, couple games will be probably be done. Wednesday, Friday, and then Sunday. So,
1: no, they're actually playing. I think game two is on
0: Saturday. Oh, okay. So that'll be good. Only a couple couple games done.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. Here we go. Of course, live on air. Things are loading slow. Right. Okay. Game two. Yes. Game two is Saturday, June 18th. So game three is Monday, the 20th. So we'll
0: only have two games to talk about. Okay. And talk about them. We will. Um, Capstones, we hope you liked it. Tune into us on Thursday. We'll all be talking about the head coaching uh market and where all of these recently free agent head coaches could land uh in the hockey troll hip check. And Polly, what are you gonna be talking about at snack time? The um Kelly Cup, the ECHL. All right, getting a little grassroots hockey fix as well. So see you on Thursday and until then, hockey troll, Polly cupcakes, sign it off. Bye. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly
1: Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.
0: And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp. On Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends
1: anymore.